Welcome to Live Daf, your online Daf Yomi Shir. Shalom Aleichem and welcome back to today's Daf Hayami, which is Masachas Soita Daf Beis. Says the Mishnah, If one warns his wife against interacting with another man, so this Masachta will focus on the Parsha of Soita, which involves three stages. There's the Kinui stage, Stira, and then the Hashka of the Meisaita. So firstly, husband has to activate Kinui. He has to warn his wife, don't interact with that man. So of course this is based on some suspicion of illicit uh, behavior. He warns her, listen, don't interact with that man. Kinui. Then, if she defies his uh, citation, so to speak, she goes lisaser. She goes into uh, a concealed place with that man, that is Stira. At this point, she becomes usher to her husband. If she was eating truma, no more truma. If the husband would pass away at that point, no yibum is done by his by his brother. So even if there are no kids, no yibum, only chalitza. The only way for her to be mutter to her husband again is by taking it to the third stage, which is to be mashke her, to give her to drink. These soita waters prepared in the Besamidosh, as we're going to see in this Masechta in great detail. So we're de- dealing with three levels, three stages. Kinoi, then comes Stira, then comes the Hashka. Now, how formal, how official is Kinoi, is Stira? How is this accomplished? Says the Mishnah, Makani Li'ishtai. When one warns his wife, it can't just be in private. It has to be done in a formal manner in front of two Adim. We have to have two Adim witnessing that warning. And now it's really official and formal and she defies and goes with Sesar, that man, she uh, becomes Asr. So the fact that there are two Adim makes it more real, more serious, more official. And that's what's required. However, when it comes to stage two, stira, going into concealment with that man, which prompts the third level, the ashka, that stira can happen even even if there's only one aid who witnessed her going with that man. Even the husband himself can bring about that stage. If he notices her going Lasaser, she's now usher to her husband. And the only way only way out is to be mashka her, to give her to drink. So Kinoi two Adam. Stira, even one aid, or even the husband himself. Rabbi Shuaimar, you need two Adam throughout. Mikanalapishnaim, the Kini must take place in front of two Adam, and the same with Stira. Umashka. And the only way he gets to giving her the waters, meaning Stira which brings to Mashke is also only Api Shnaim in front of two Edim. And of course, these opinions are based on Drashis, as we're going to see in the Gemara, based on Psuk. Ketzad Mekanela, how does he give her that citation, that warning? He warns her in front of two Edim as follows Al Tedabri Imish Plani. Don't converse with that fellow. The Gemara later will discuss. 
whether he said converse or he actually told her not to go into hiding with that man. Now, what did she do? She went and she spoke to that person. Does she become usher? No. That's not called seser. That's not being messiached with that man. She can still come back home and live with her husband as married. She can continue eating truma. Suppose her husband was a, a kayan. Continue eating truma. Or she was the daughter of a kayan. And, um, you know, eventually if she gets divorced from him and, you know, she goes back home. Truma is totally mutter for her at this point. This wasn't really a proper Hester. She just talked to the person. That doesn't make her usher. However, she defied his warning and she went and spent time with that fellow in a private place. She lingered the the Isman, the Ishir, which allows for interaction as married. Now this really sets the stage for real it's a real concern. There is firm basis. The Gemara will call it Raglaim Ladover. It's really a firm reason to believe that there's an Isser, that there's something wrong here, that there was Tumma, that there was Nus. Asur Labesa. At this point, she cannot go back home. Vasur Truma, no Truma. Until she completes the process, she goes up to Besa Migdash and she proves her innocence hopefully, by drinking these Saita waters. And likewise, Vimeis, if the husband would pass away before they got a chance to proceed, Chaletzes, Vlemis Yabemes, passed away with no children, typically the brother would take over by doing Yibum, in this case, they only do Chalitza. Rashi brings, based on the Gemara later, we have the word Vinitma mentioned three times, to tell us that even though we don't have a firm evidence of any Avera, but once we get to the point of Kimei and Stira, she becomes Asur, Asur to the husband, Asur in Truma, and even if husband would divorce her, she cannot go and marry that other alleged perpetrator. Asks the Gemara. Mechti, let's take a look at the, look at the order of the of the Mesechtes. Tana minazir Salek, right? The Tana just concluded Mesechas Nazir. What's the connection? How does that take us to Saita? My Tana Dukat Tana Saita. What did he teach us in, uh, you know, what, what was learned in Nazir that connects to, uh, that brings us to learn Saita now? The answer is there is a connection. Kid Rebbe, as Rebbe tells us, Sani Rebbe Oimer. In the Parsha of Nasai, we also find them positioned next to each other. And that brings us to the question, Lama, Nis Machapashas Nazar, Lapashas Saita. Why do we find Nazar next to Saita in the Chumash? Lam Lachta teach us a lesson. Shekalara, yes, Saita Bikilkula. If one witnesses the downfall, degradation, embarrassment of a Saita, he should take heed and lesson. Hashem is sending him a personal message. Look, Yazar Atzram and Ayani should refrain from drinking wine, which leads to frivolity. And stumbling. So that's a message directed to him from Hashem. Look, you witnessed this unfortunate scene. Apparently, there's something for you to learn from it. Take that extra measure of care to prevent impropriety. Asks the Gemara, okay, but in that case, it should be 
first Saita, then <laughs> Nazir. Right? First you see the Saita, then you become a Nazir. Vilisni Saita, Vahadar, Vilisni Nazir. Let us learn first Saita, and then Nazir, like, like in the Parsha, like in the Psukim. Answer, I did the Tanuk Subay, since we first learned Mesechus Ksubas, which is an integral, integral part of the uh, Seder Nashim, and towards the end of Mesechus Ksubas, we have a, a pair called Hamadr discussing Nidarim and vows and restrictions imposed on the uh, the marriage. So it's a marriage-related discussion that leads us to further analyze Tana Nidarim. We discuss all the aspects of Nidarim in a Mesechta of its own. So Nidarim comes after Ksubas. I did Tana Nidarim, once we discuss Nidarim, What's an offshoot of Nadarim? Tana Nazar. We go on to Nazar, the Dhamil Nadarim, which is a type of Nadar. And then we go to Saita because we explain the connection between Nazar and Saita. Mishnah begins with the word Hamekane, which sounds like it's not recommended. The Evid in, it's okay, it's done, he did it. But preferably don't resort to these official, formal uh, you know, procedures to put your wife you know, keep her uh, on track, keep her in place. It's not the way to do it. Use more, you know, personal, personal, personable and softer means of working it out. Because in fact, our Tana holds, Asher Lekanah's Kino is not something which you are really supposed to do. One Rishlakish would begin to teach the Parsha and the Chumash, Parsha Saita, Amarachi, he would begin with the following introduction. Hashem. We'll only pair up a woman to a man who fits the bill, who's a proper match in terms of his deeds. Rashi says, an Isha who is Tznuah, who has sneers? She's uh, granted to a tzaddik. Uprutza, an isha who acts inappropriately. La Russia, a Russia gets her. So everything's properly matched up. Shneimar, the pasuk says, "Kilo yanuach shevet arasha, agolar tzaddikim." The staff of a wicked person will not uh, land on the lot of a, of a righteous man. Basically, you get what you deserve. In fact, it's so difficult to match things up perfectly. The caution lizavgan to make a match between an isha and an isha and perfectly match them up is as difficult as supernatural to create as the splitting of the Red Sea. Pairs together individuals, man and a woman, to create an entry of a bias. And it's as difficult and equated to Kriyasyamsev, like extracting the uh, captives, Klali Stroll, Kasharis, in the springtime, which was the most balanced, uh, you know, weather wise, most balanced time of the year. A supernatural occurrence, so too a Shidduch between an Isha and an Isha. Really? It's so difficult? It's all been prescribed and predetermined from before. One's birth, even. Way back, 40 days before the boy, the, the fetus of the Zachar is even formed. Taisa says, we're speaking about the Zachar specifically. 40 days before his formation, it's already all been allotted and worked out. All his tools 
everything he needs to su- su- succeed in this world, to complete his mission, to complete his tafkit, has already been prescribed and tailor-made for him. Baskol Yoytes Vayimeres is a heavenly voice calling out. Bas Plenilapleni, that fellow's daughter is going to be matched up with this person. Bias Plenilapleni, this and this home will belong to him. Sada Plenilapleni, this and this field and Parnasa sustenance will be his lot. Everything's tailor-made and allotted. Pre-creation. So why are we saying that it's uh, it's so difficult and it's all about your schus and your madrega, tzaddik, etc. Uh, this was already decided before. A person could even express himself and prove uh, you know, his, his level and his status and before you even know whether he's a tzaddik or a rasha. Now, although Hashem, of course, knew in advance, Rashi points this out, Hakol Golilafanov, Hashem certainly knows in advance who's going to be a tzaddik and who not, but Hashem does not act upon that information. In fact, Rashi brings a Gemara, everything is Bidei Shemayim except for mitzvahs, except for spiritual accomplishments, Chutz Meira Shemayim. So that's not part of the equation. Apparently, one's Zivuk is unrelated to his masam. And you tell me otherwise. You tell me it's all about the person's masam? Look, Kasha, the answer is like this. One's first wife is about mazal. It's about his inherent nature. Nothing to do with his masam, with his actions. But if it's the second time around, second marriage, then... It's like anything else, a person is a person is deserving, then he gets what he deserves. And it's all about his level. Okay, back to Sait. So how many Adam do we need? Both Rebelezer and Rabbi Shu agree Kinoi needs two Adam. When it comes to Stira, we have a Shaila. Rabbi Shua says two Adam as well. Rebelezer says one Adam is enough. Ad Kanloi Pligi. The whole discussion, the uh, the need for two Edim, only pertains to these two uh, these two events. Well, let's take it a step further. Suppose there was Kinoi, there was Stira, and there was, in fact, also testimony as to uh, actual Improper behavior, interaction as married. Even if there's only one eight who testifies on that, he's believed, and now she's usher without any chance of recourse. There's no way to fix this up. We don't give her uh, the ashkov, the soita. She's usher permanently to her husband. So Tosis explains that the Gemara is being medayik from the Mishnah. This whole discussion, this whole give and take is about Kinoy and Stira, but Tuma, which is the next level, the next step. We already have firm basis of concern. There's Kinoy, there's Stira, something terrible going on, and now we have one aide who's testifying about Tuma. That's confirmation. In which case she's also. But Tananami, and likewise you have a Mishnah, which clearly tells us that. If an aide comes along, was speaking after the Kinev Estira, so we have Raglayim Ladavar, we have firm basis of concern, and the Edechel comes and confirms our concerns. 
Ani reza shenitmes. He confirms our worst fears. I, I witnessed the interaction as married. Lawyer says shoisa. There's no need. She would not go to the base of to drink. She's totally usher. So knowing this, that an eidechor is never by tuma. We're going to try to figure out how. What, what is the source for this chiddush? Midaraisa minolam. Can we find a pasuk that provides a source for this halacha? Minolam the mehem and the Tanur Rabbanon, the answer is in the following price. The Pasuk by Saito says, V'eid einva. There was no aid involved. There was no witness. V'ilo netfas, and she was not forced to interact with him as married. Which tells us that she's really usher now. So the Pasuk here is discussing uh, a scenario where we know for a fact that she was involved with this fellow as married and she's totally at fault, she's guilty, there was no force, forcing involved. Loin it The aid ain't So we have no aid. What does that mean? The word aid is telling us, look, we have no pair of aidim. We have no aidus. No two aidim came along to tell us that she was Interact, she interacted as married that she became Tommy. We don't have two, but we have one. We learned it fast so that she was not forced to do it, and therefore she's Asr. We learn from this passage in terms of Tum'a testimony, even one aid is Nema to make her Asr. There are no two Adem, but there is one, and that's sufficient to make her Asr. How do we know to um, learn this, the Pasuk in this, in this manner? Maybe the Pasuk is telling us, well, Eid but there isn't even one Eid. Eid is singular. Why would you say Eid means two Eidim? There's no two, there's one. The answer is, the term Eid refers to a pair of Eidim. The... the uh, Institution, so to speak, of Eidos. Eid means a crew, a team, a pair of Eid. How do we know that? Talmud Lamed, look at this passage. Third does not allow an Eid Echad to confront a person and to prove his guilt, right? Eid Echad. Now, if the Pasuk only says, Layakam Eid, Lashin Yachad, Layakam Eid Beish, any Adeshu Echad, wouldn't I already know from there that we're speaking about one person? One person is not trusted in Bezna when he testifies against somebody else. Matamalim Echad, so why does the Pasuk have to repeat itself? Layakam Eid, which already means one, Eid Echad, one, one. Oh. Zebana Av. By doing so, the Pasuk is. Setting a precedent, teaching us the true meaning of the word aid. Wherever the word aid is found in the Torah, even though it sounds like it's just one person, actually, aid is two people. Until the Pasuk actually stipulates it's aid echad, and then you know it's one. Again, the fact that it has to say, Eid is singular, and Echad is one. 
Why that repetition? To indicate that the word Eid without the word Echad next to it is Loshan Eidus, says Rashi. And Stam Eidus is two. We know that from Xerah Shava, Dover, Dover. We'll see later. So back to our uh, discussion. Pasuk says, Ve'eid ein ba. Ve'ilayin etfasa. Ve'amorachman trey lespa. What does ve'eid mean? Two. There are no two Eidim to testify on tomorrow. Elochad, only one. Ve'ilayin etfasa. And since she was not forced to do it, Asra. This is the mucker. When it comes to tomorrow, which follows, you know, the Kine Vestir, which presents real reason of concern. So we have that, you know, basis for concern. So on top of that, we have the Eid Echad. He serves as a confirmer of events, and she is Asr. Asr permanently. She can't even prove her innocence with the Mei Saita. She's Asr. Okay, so that's the conclusion. Now we're going to challenge the, the Drasha and, and, and clarify it. But Ultimately, that's going to be the conclusion. Yes, when it comes to Kinoi, we have a Shailah. When it comes to Stira, we have a Shailah. How many Eidim we need? But when it comes to Tumah, all agree, one Eid is enough. Asks the Gemara. The only way we came to this conclusion was based on that other Pasuk, which taught us that the word Eid is actually referring to two Eidim. Apparently, without that additional proof, without that additional pasuk to prove the translation. I would, I would suggest that aid the saita chadu. That when the pasuk says ve'aid ein ba vilanetvasa means one. There isn't one aid to testify against her. Why would you be usher then? How could you even without that other pasuk? How could you learn this pasuk to mean? One aid. There isn't one aid. Right? The way we're learning is that aid means two. There are no two, there's only one. So one makes her us. And one is enough for Isra. Otherwise, if not for that Pasik of Aid Echabish to tell you that aid means two, how could you learn the Pasik by Saita differently? What do you mean? The aid ain ba vilanitvasa means there isn't even one aid, so we have absolutely no basis for concern. Why sh- why would she be us? Right? Well, if there's no aid testifying against her, so why would she be asked to begin with? Why would you even be concerned here? Why would she be asked? Answers the Gemara. Istrach. Yeah, I do need that other Pasuk. Because without it, just this Pasuk alone would not lead us in the right direction. Sagda because perhaps I can learn this Pasuk a bit differently. What the Pasuk is saying is like this. Eid ein ba. Eid ein ba means ein neman ba. One aid is not to be trusted. Not to be believed. With relation to an Isha Asaita. Just the opposite. Don't trust one aid who testifies about Tumah. That's how I would, I would learn. If not for the whole arrangement of the psukim, which leads us to uh, the proper understanding that eight means two, and the pasuk is saying there are no two, but even though there isn't two, but there is one, and one is a neman. I would say no, eight means one. Eight ain't means a neman, just the opposite. One eight is not neman. 
asks the Gemara, Ein Neamapa? How can you say? He's not believed? Well, my boy. So what then do we need? One is not enough, so you need two, right? Adikatre, you need two. For that, that's a basic halacha. We don't need the pasach here for that. We already know that typically two Edom are needed to change things. We have that zero shava. Because by Avera it says, and by monetary litigation it says, we learn zero shava. To accomplish with Edom, we need two. I would conclude on my own. This is no different than all other uh, testimonies. Like any other Edis. Needs two. Here we need two as well. We don't need a special Pasuk here. So your shot in this Pasuk wouldn't work. So the only possible shot is that That aid means one aid. Okay, so what's the Pasik saying? That there is no one aid, so why is she usher? So you must learn that aid means two. There are no two, there's one. So one is enough to make to make her usher. So why do you need that other Pasik? This Pasik on its own would present you with the proper Pshat. There's no other alternative to the Pshat in the Pasik. Answer the Gemara, no. Perhaps, without any other, you know, psukim, I would just say, eight means one, literally one. Eid einba means, you should know, one eight is not to be trusted. Well, you asked me, what's the chiddush? Of course, we need to aid him like anywhere else. Yitzchik, I do need it. Because I would think, I would think, Saita Shani and Isha was already at this advanced stage. There was warning, there was hiding. She's different. You're not uh, creating something anew. It's based on real concerns and real uh, real suspicion. There are glime ladover. There is a basis for this concern. Sharikinilo, Vinister, look, he already warned her and she went to hiding. So perhaps here it's different than everywhere else in the Torah that needs two Adam. Here we don't need two Adam. This Haman Ba'edachat, maybe even one Adam is to be trusted if he says he saw the Tumor. So that's what I would say. And therefore the Pasuk has to say, Ve'edain Ba, which can mean, no, Aid is not Neman Ba. One is not to be believed. So that's how I would learn the Pasuk. But now that we have the other Pasuk, that changes the whole meaning. Aid no longer means one, it means a pair of Edom. And now, when the Pasuk says, we have no two, but we have one. And she is usher based on the testimony of one Aid. So we sort of went around the circles, but we came back to the starting point, which is, Eid Echad of Tuma is Nehmar by Sait. Asks the Gemara, Umimotas Amris, De'ain Ne'emba, how could you? Again, how could you even suggest how the Pasuk would have meant something differently? Eid Einba would have meant there isn't one Eid. Ein Ne'amadba. One is not to be believed. So even if you have an Eid, he's not to be believed. Don't think, you know, the Saita is worse or a Glam Dover. No, Eid Einba means Ein Ne'amadba. How could you even suggest that shot? She's mutter. 
The Pasuk is speaking about her Isser. This very Pasuk is discussing her Isser. She wasn't forced to do this Ma'asa. So the Pasuk is describing her guilt. So the Pasuk can't be absolving her. At the same time, Ain and Hembo, he's not believed, and then she's Asher. Israch, no, I would still learn it differently. I could still learn it this way. That Aid Einba means an Aid is not Neman. Sakatamina, perhaps I would learn it like this. A Neman Bo. One Aid is not believed by Tum. Adikatray until you have two. And even when you have two. The only reason why she's Asr is because she was Loinat Fasa. Who betrayed Nami, he did Loinat Fasa. And the only reason why, if two Adam come and talk about her Tumma, she becomes Asr is because Loinat Fasa wasn't forced, but otherwise she would be Mutter. So, bottom line is, we do have a way to learn the Pasa. Even if uh, aid means one aid, the pasuk can still work. And the pasuk is describing two halachas. First, aid einba, which means one aid, no neemanus. Then, vilan etfasa. If there are two aidim, that she was involved with tumah, but it was lain etfasa, and that's why she's asr. Right? But if she wasn't etfasa, then she's mutter. So we're speaking about different situations, different halachas, all included in this pasuk. That's how I would learn. If not, for the fact that we have another pasuk, which tells us that the word aid is a reference to a pair of aidim. Because if it's one aid, then why does it have to say aid and then echad, right? Aid means two. So back to Saita, when it says aid ain't ba, we have no two aidim speaking about her tumor, but one we do, and that creates Isser, Vila, and Etfasa because she wasn't doing it in a forced manner. She was doing it willingly. Kamash that's the Chiddush. So ultimately, we learn from here that even one aid by Tuma is enough. Okay, so the Machleik is in Lezim Rishua focused on Kine Vestir, not on Tuma. Rabbi Yeshua says, you need two aid them throughout. Rabbi Lezim says, Kine needs two aid them, but Stira... For that, even one person is enough. And that's based on the Pesukim. My time with Rabbi Shua. Rabbi Shua, I'm going to be shnai, but my time with Rabbi Shua. Why is it so? That according to Rabbi Shua, you need two Aiden for Kinoi and two Aiden for Stira. Says the Gemara. Oh, Makro, because the Pasuk that we just finished says like this The Aid ain't Ba. Which, t- which taught us that when it comes to Tumma, one aid is enough. The word Ba excludes. Is a mamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamam
connected and related to Tumma. And just like by Tumma, one aid is enough, as we just concluded. Stira as well. Tuchsiv, where is the connection? Vinistra, Vinitma, Stira and Tumma go together. Well, Kinu Nami is Kishla Tumma. Kinu is also connected to Tumma. Tuchsiv, Vikinis, Ishtoi, Vinitma. Answer is, Homiet Rachmanabo. We have a Miet, we can't include everything. And we exclude Kinoi. There are two Edom are required. Umar Royce, what brought you to this conclusion? Why do you prefer excluding Kinoi and including Stira? Mustafa Stira Adifa says the Gemara, it's probable that Stira is more preferred, it's uh, more comparable to Tumma. And therefore, one aid is enough. Why? Shekin Israsa Ketumma. Just like Tumma makes her Asr for forever. In a way, Stira does the same thing. It makes her also until she verifies her status. So it's probable that they go on the same track. Adarab, just the opposite. Kinoi Adif. If anything, Kinoi stands higher. Shekane Ikar, Garmla, because that is the instigator of the, high, of the whole process. So perhaps, just like by Tumma, we say, the Isra Tumma comes about through one aid. Uh, likewise, the uh, the kino, which is the instigator of the whole iser going forward, can be accomplished by one eight. Says the Gemara, well, ilav stira, because if not for stira, kino miika, what value does kino have? So ultimately, it's the stira that really, uh, you know, gets it going, and uh, that's the more crucial part of the process. Vilav kino asks the Gemara just the opposite. If not for the kino, which is stage one, stira mayahani, how do you get to stage two? Afilacha stira adifa says the Gemara still stira is uh, more profound and more critical and more uh, comparable to tuma. Aschalta the tuma because it's part and parcel of the tuma experience which took place during the stira. Aschalta the tuma, and it makes sense now that if tuma can be done through one edachad, likewise the istir of stira. So our Mishnah's version of Rebbeleza was: Kino needs two edim. By stira you don't need two edim. Must listen like the Atana. Our Mishnah's version of Rebelezer is totally the opposite of Rabbi Yisrael Yehuda's version of Rebelezer, the son. Rabbi Yisrael just the opposite. How does one accomplish Kinoi? In front of an aide, or just personally himself. When it comes to Stira, there, he needs something more formal. How do you get to be Mashka? How many Aiden do you need by the stira? Apishnai, you need two Aiden. Heshiba Chacham Ladivrei, Rabbi Yisrael Chacham responded to Rabbi Yisrael's version of Rulazar. It's impossible. Ain't Ladavar Saif. There's no end in sight. Meaning, now actually we'll explain it soon. You're making things impractical. You're making the kinu so easy. So easy. It's just uh, creating issues. We'll see. We'll see soon in the Gemara why. Okay, so bottom line is, we have this new shita, which learns that according to Rebelezer, kinei can be done just personally, stira needs to be something more formal in the presence of aid. My time with the Rebbe Sabrida, what's the reason here? Amar Kro, the Pasuk says, well, one aid is enough for Tumma, but by stira you need to aid him. Ve'ema, maybe apply the miyo to kinei, ve'ema, answer is, kinei is kishle Tumma, we find the connection between kinei and Tumma, and therefore, one eight is enough in both cases. Well, stira nami is kishlatuma. Find the same connection between stira and tuma. The answer is ahu. 
that connection pertains to something else. To tell you, the sheer, lekama sheer stira. At uh, at what point in the stira does she become tummy? How long is she in hiding with this fellow? Kedetumahu. It corresponds to the amount of time needed to interact as married. Hudasa, that's what the Pasuk is coming for. Vinistra and Tuma go together to tell you it's the same Shior. Okay? So now the Chachamim respond to Rabbi Yisi with the words, Well, what do they mean? Mind you, what, what was their concern? That perhaps he's going to pretend, he'll make up a story. It can happen that he really did not do Kina, right? He didn't really warn her, and he made up a story. And he sees her, you know, going to say so with somebody, which could happen if she wasn't really forewarned and she's not vigilant, vigilant to, uh, you know, prepare and be careful. So he'll notice her going to say so. He'll get up and pretend. He'll say, what? Didn't I already warn you? And now she's usher. That's only because we don't require proper documentation of that kingdom. Says the Gemara. Well, according to Rebelez's version in our Mishnah, it's not much better. Fine, the Kino needs to have Edom, but the Stero can be done personally in So once again, he can make up a story that she went with Stero. But according to the version in our Mishnah, it's more reasonable. You have the same concern. Can very well happen that she did not go into hiding with that person and who claimed that she did if we don't need Adam for that. So basically, why is this an argument against Rebeleza and the Bryce? The same argument can be presented, the same concern can be suggested according to Rebeleza and the Mishnah. If Stira does not require Adam, then he can make up stories. Amar Avitzabar Yosef Arab Yechnan. You know what the Bryce means? Af Ludiver Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yehuda Ain Ludiver Soif. Of course, a hundred percent. The same concern applies in the Mishnah, uh, just as the Bryce. And all he meant was Af Ludiver Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yehuda. That uh, even even according to Rabbi Yosef, uh, according to his version of the Halacha. According to his uh, presentation of Rebbe Shita, there is that same concern as the Mishnah of Engel Dabrasev because one of the two, uh, you know, processes don't need the actual testimony of witnesses, so you can just make it up. Asks the Gemara, but still, what's the word Af all about? Even Af the Mishnah When you say Af, what you're saying is certainly now Mishnah we have this concern. Even in Rabbi Yisrael's version, we have the concern as well. It doesn't go that way; it goes the other way. Adarav, just the opposite. If anything, there is more concern in Rabbi Yisrael's version of Rabbi Lazar than in the Mishnah's version. You know why? Adarav, the Mishnah say no. According to our Mishnah's version, Akino needs to aid him. It's just a stira that doesn't need to aid him. Ika Ikar, there is firm basis. You got the process starting. You know for a fact that there was a kino. You have to aid him. So there's less reason to believe. If anything, there's less suspicion that he's just making up a story. When ultimately he comes and says there was a steer. 
Hasam Lake Ikar. If anything over there, meaning according to Rabbi version of Rabbi which is that you don't need any verification of the Kinoi. There's no Ikar, there's no real basis for this whole story. Meaning, as we explained before, perhaps he just noticed his wife interacting with somebody, going to say sir, and suddenly he gets up and says, yo, by the way, I was Makana here, I warned her against this. And now she's at stage two of the process, she's Asr. Like Ikar, there's really firm reason to believe the story as true. Could be he's just making it up. Ella says, the more you write, itmar, itmar. If this statement was said, it was said this way. Amar bar Yosef, Amar b'yechanan, l'divri rabbi Yosef, rabbi Yehuda, v'af l'mishnah seinu enu d'arosef. Let's just switch it around. Once you allow any one of these stages to happen without official confirmation, without official documentation, without real witnesses, it's a never-ending proposition. Whether it's Rabbi Yesh's version that allows Kinoi to happen without Adam, that's really difficult. Because then he can just make that up. He'll get upset, he'll decide, oh, you know, I was her, And there she goes. She's Asr. And even our Mishnah's version of events. True, the Kinoi was established formally with Adam, but even that's a bit difficult because you know, then when it comes to the stira stage, he doesn't have to prove anything. He can just make it up. So that was the Chachamim's response to Rabbi Lezer's shita. Rather, Rabbi Shua holds, whether it's Kini, whether it's Tira, the allegations need to be confirmed, documented formally, officially in front of Eid. Here comes the Chiddush. Even nowadays, a person should not turn to his wife and say, Don't get involved with that man. Why? Even though there are no Edom, because Dilma Kaimal and maybe we hold like that Shita. The Amar who says, You don't need more than yourself by Kinoi. And then let's say she goes, Let's say, sir, she'll be Asr on him. We have no Saita water to. Check her. And he's making her asr on himself forever. We learned so much about the word kinoi. Where does the word kinoi come from? The answer is It generates feelings of tension and animosity between herself and people out there. Why? Listen to this. Halmaka suffer. Rishlakish, by interpreting the word kina this way, apparently follows the shita of Rebelezer and the Brisa. Kina take, can take place just between them. At this point, nobody's aware of this kina. Nobody has any clue that there was any warning. That she's, been, she's been warned against socializing with people. And suddenly she's out there and keeping it to herself, keeping a distance. More than typically required. She's going overboard because she's extra vigilant. She's fearful as a result of her husband's warning. And now people are starting to notice. Well, what, what happened? Suddenly you're keeping to yourself. You're extra from. They start observing. My Dekama, what, what's what's going on over here? The Kabadla, she's suddenly keeping to herself. They're going to, you know, it's going to create strife and tension. She's going to give that uh, contemplating uh, type of uh, you know expression. 
they're going to perceive it as as uh, you know expression of eliteness and haughtiness. It's not good. So that's where Shlokish's uh, way of understanding the word kina. It's matal kina between herself and people at large. But Rav Yehimar Bar Shlam Yimshmed Abaya Omar he has a different translation. Kina means Dover Amatul Kina Beinol Beina creates strife and tension between husband and wife. Alma Kasava because he holds Kina Al Pishnaim Edim. No, Kina needs to be done formally in front of two Edim. So there's no issue in terms of the community. Everybody understands. They fully understand why she's doing this, keeping herself extra safe. Vikuli Alma Yadi understand they know the Kanidlo and in fact he did Kina because the Edim will publicize the event. Rather, it's just between them that we have trouble now. The Ihu it's just that he's going to, you know, generate this tension. There's going to be strife and tension between them. Rashi says, Because she's sort of going to tease him, annoy him. What are you suspecting? Why are you giving me a hard time? That's going to create issues in the marriage between the couple. Okay, so we have two ways to understand the word kina, And it's based, right? Interestingly enough, it's based on the halacha. Of how kinu is done, but says the Gemara. Ultimately, it appears that everybody agrees. Kinu is not something we recommend, because both these Amaraim explain that kinu creates uh, kinu creates chaos and strife and anger and tension. Apparently, it's not something we uh, want you to get into. However, says the Gemara, there's another sheet, which is really Discussed in more detail in the, uh, the next stop, Bezus Hashem. But we'll just make a slight reference here. But the other sheet that holds that, yes, warning one's wife against inappropriate behavior is something recommended. So according to him, how does he translate the word kinoi in a positive, constructive manner? The Pasuk there speaks about Hashem warning the uh, locusts and the grasshoppers from continuing their uh, destructive uh, behavior in Eretz Yisrael. So by Yikana, it's a of warning. He's simply warning his wife well in advance, look, be careful. It's not the way to, to go forward. You want to avoid issues. Please conform and behave properly. So that's the other way to learn the word the word uh, Kinoi. Okay, so in summation, the uh, Saita process involves three stages, Kinu, Stira, and ultimately the Ashka of the Mesoit and Besamikdash. How many Edom need to be present? We have three Shittis. When it comes to Kinu, uh, Rabbi Lezer and Rabbi Shua on the Mishnah hold two Edom. Rabbi Lezer and the Brisa holds, no need to aid him, even one aid or the husband alone. When it comes to Stira, Rabbi Shua once again says to aid him. Likewise, Rabbi Lezer and the Brisa holds to aid him. Rabbi Lezer and the Mishnah holds. One aid is enough. Of course, this is based on Psukim, rooted in the word Ba, Ve'ed Ein Ba, which is the Pasuk describing Tumah. So after Kinev Stira, we have one aid testifying about actual interaction as married, that makes her usher forever. As the Gemara worked through with the Psukim, because the word Ve'ed means a pair of Edim, as we find in the Pasuk, Le'yokim Eid Echad Be'ish. Without the word Echad, the word Eid would mean a pair of Edim. 
So when the pasuk here says ve'ed einba, there is no eight, there are no two, only one. We learn it fasa, she's us. But ve'ed einba, it's dafka by tumah, but not otherwise. We have different ways of understanding where to apply this miut. We apply it to kinoi, which would indicate that kinoi needs two edim, or do we apply it to stira, which would indicate that stira is the one that needs two edim, or does it apply to both? As Rabbi Shua's opinion. Therefore, Kinev Astira need to aid them each. What about the uh, the word Mekami? What does that mean? So interestingly enough, it's based on these uh, Shittas. If we hold that the Kinev is done in private, then here, the word Kinev is a reference to tension and caste between herself and the other members of the community who she's keeping away from. If Kinoi needs to be done formally, then everybody knows about it. There's no strife between herself and the other members of the community. They understand why she's keeping a distance. Rather, the Kinoi is between him and her. This tension created by this uh, official initiation of this, of, the, of, this pro- of this process. And that's all when you work with the idea that Kinoi is something negative, something which you're not really supposed to do. Something unrecommended. In fact, our Mishnah starts with the word Hamakane. Says the Gemara, because Hamakane is Loshim Bidi Eved, Asr Lakanis. Whereas the other Shittim, who holds Mutar Lakanis, according to him, Hamakane is simply a reference to Hasra, warning, to keep uh, everybody in check and behaving properly. All the best to you, Psurus Toivas, and much, much Hatzlacha.